0: This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast.
1: This is Double Tap Canada. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers.
2: Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, back with you again with my chums. At least I think that's what it says here. Uh, Mark Hello! <laughs> Wow. Uh, we've also got Sean Price. Hello. How are Hello. you? You sound any more Scottish than me. And even that guy in that song. I know. I'm trying my best to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Canada. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so good to be as Scottish as you can. In Canada. Oh, yes. Hello. Welcome to the show once again. Um, I've been vaccinated, guys. I'm safe. Oh, awesome. No more rabies for Stephen Scott. <laughs> oh, I've had that. I had that. Actually, I went to Africa a couple of years back. and you never uh, I had, to had do the, rabies. I, know, I had the rabies Scott. injection uh, and I had the malaria one and I was as sick as a dog with rabies, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was not fun, um, not the fun. And I will say this: I mean, I've had a couple of side effects. A couple I've added on extra just to get some extra, you know, guilt mm-hmm. love. Um, that doesn't sound right, but you know,
3: <laughs> whinging. You've been whinging on, Yes. <laughs> <I've been laughs> <planning laughs> and
2: whinging. <laughs> yes, uh, well, I do that anyway, but I don't normally have an excuse. Um, but this time I did. I've been basically blaming everything on. Ah, uh, you know, I'd love to empty the dishwasher, but it's these side effects, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm just very wary of uh, of, of doing that. So, like, to be uh,
3: responsible, Stephen, it's been absolutely
2: fine, hasn't it? No, it's not been fine. It's been oh, fake news. Uh, it's <laughs> it's been... well. Look, at least some of us are going for the vaccine. Is that right, Sean? Oh,
3: oh, wow. We're bringing it up, are we? Okay. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> I heard a little birdie
4: told me that that Sean is anti-vaccine. Yeah, I heard that.
3: No, that is fake news. <laughs> I am not i'm simply i don't i'm not i have it right
4: here it's written in the show document it says ask sean why he doesn't want the vaccine and if it's on the internet in writing it must be true it's
2: absolutely true it may not be a fact that doesn't stop it from being true if i can get a word struggling no i can't he's trying to argue this
3: okay stop stop no right i'm not against the vaccination i think it's a good thing and i will definitely have it done I don't think I'm vulnerable because I don't leave the shed enough. I don't go out there a lot. So I'm fine. I can wait. But I'll definitely have it done when it's my turn, all right? That's fine. Okay.
2: Oh. All right. Fine. Okay.
3: Oh, are <sighs> throw me under the bus. Unbelievable.
2: Well, I, I wish you all the best when it comes because, you know, actually, I, you've, have you been put up for this yet, Mark? Are you getting that? Yet? Uh,
4: not yet. It? It's it's a, uh, so here in my area in Quebec, uh, we are open to sixty plus. So I'm I'm still sometimes away.
2: Oh, are you really?
0: really? Yeah. Not okay. A couple right. of weeks.
2: So you say? <laughs> couple <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you do. You sounded a, not a day over fifty nine. I mean, honestly, it's not a day over fifty nine. I'm hearing. My hearing's not great, though. I'm going to get into that a bit later as well. Um, I'm just not talking to you guys today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's no, I am, make for a great show. I am fine. Uh, my arm is is, is healed. Uh, my side effects of just a bit of weakness and um, tiredness, which my wife tells me is part of my hmm. makeup anyway, um, didn't really make any difference to me. So, no, I'm fine, and I'm glad I got it. I really am. And uh, hello to the British Army, who provided, not the whole British Army. They didn't all do it. Um, But one member of the British Army uh, injected me. So very uh, big thank you to Holly. And and, and
4: which vaccine did you get? Which variant of the vaccines
2: did you get? I got the uh, Bill Gates one, um, which I think is the best one. Um, And I knew that because when I uh, got this morning, I was told I needed an update. Uh, So, yeah, no, I got the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine,
1: Mm. or as everyone else
2: calls it, outside of the UK the AstraZeneca vaccine, <laughs> despite the amount of uh, times in this country we try and claim it as ours. Um, but uh, no, it was it was fine. I mean, and I think all these all these vaccines are much of a muchness. But, you know, I'd, I'd rather live with a couple of days of side effects than get COVID-19, right? So yes. that's where I'm at. Exactly. Um, but no, I know you're going to get it soon, Sean. I hope you do, because uh, well, we can meet again. This is the whole thing. I haven't seen Sean for, well, long enough in some ways. Um, and but some... I'm starting to miss you a bit
4: Oh wait a second It, it all makes make sense, sense to me now. Mom, now do you
2: see oh, Now I understand see. why
4: Stephen orchestrated this <laughs> Oh I see Worldwide pandemic orchestrated
2: So Stephen doesn't <laughs> have to see Sean <laughs> Or Sean Yeah that's right Well I was at CES of course At the beginning of 2020 All alone uh, A well, super spreader again <clears throat> I think yeah. I brought it back with me Which is rather unfortunate But there you go Or brought it there in the first place yes.
4: oh. Dun dun
3: dun
2: Yeah Patient zero, Scott. That's yeah. it. Not the first time I've been called that. Anyway, who's been watching Calls on Apple TV? I was asked to watch Calls on Apple
4: TV, so I
2: watched episode number one. Okay. For those don't who don't know- I don't know if you could really say watching. Well, that's the thing, right? For those who don't know, this is the first time we've really seen a, a TV drama kind of focus more on audio rather than the picture. Um so, you know, for, for you can maybe talk through the visuals of it, but maybe first we, we'll get a sense of what this is like and what this is all about. Uh, Mark's going to play in the
0: trailer for us. Words appear an Apple original. Layla, Catherine. Hi. Hi. Uh, I, I
2: was wondering if you could come see me today. See you. Uh, sure. Uh, is everything
0: okay? Listen carefully. Names appear connected by a line. Watch closely. Lights flash, new names appear. Daddy! How's
3: my little girl? Mommy's crying in her room. She said we were on a trip and that we might not do for a long time. <sighs> what?
0: Nick Jonas, Lily Collins, Rosario Dawson, Joey King, Pedro Pascal. There's things we can't explain. What are you saying? Mark Duplass, Karen Gillan, Judy Greer, Aubrey Plaza. Danny Pudi, Paul Walter Hauser, Jaden Martell, Riley Keough. It's all in your head. you think I'm making
1: this all up? Hold oh can not hear my thing? It's on the mission. Please telephone with me. Can you hear the words I'm saying right now? Do not come here. Listen to me. We've had a lot of strange calls. Something's happening out there,
0: and not just to me. Nine immersive calls. Uh-huh. Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Ben Schwartz, Jennifer Tilly, One Connection, Calls, Apple TV+.
2: And that is the uh, trailer for Calls, uh, a new drama thriller on Apple TV, which really focuses on the audio rather than the visuals. Now, for uh, us, I didn't bother watching this with visuals, to be honest, because I knew I'd been told about it. I knew it was going to be audio based. So I just listened to it. Um... Mark, what were the visuals? Did they did they add any visuals to it? Is it anything? Worth yeah, I mean, at? there's
4: you know, there's names on the screen when uh, it shows you who's talking left and right. They show you to both ends of conversations. A lot of lines and just kind of abstract imagery that goes along with the voice uh, levels in terms of movement on the screen. They use color a lot uh, in various instances, especially kind of towards the climax of the first episode. Um, they give you this illusion of people going towards a white light and the screen really gets kind of just blank towards the end. But, uh, you know, nothing that really serves any other purpose other than to have something on the screen while the conversations are ongoing. Incredible cast. Yeah. And what a what a creative concept, especially during COVID. I'm sure it didn't come out of COVID, but it was... Uh, yeah, very very interesting.
2: I don't know. I, I have a feeling this is a child of the pandemic, which I'm stealing from you because you used that uh, phrase on a show that we did, a TV show we did, and I'm going to use that phrase all the time now. It is now mine, and I think the show hasn't aired yet, so it, actually legally it's now mine because I've said it. Um, <laughs> That's how but it works. Uh, yeah, it's a child of the pandemic uh, because you know they've probably thought, let's create something that is a thriller, maybe based on this. But how do we do it when we can't all get together? um so this was the most obvious way I, mean, I don't know i don't know when this was produced it seemed like you could produce this on a friday afternoon because it's all over the phone right um i'm sure well, they didn't yeah. uh but I'm, I'm just very intrigued by this if you have you had a chance to watch it i did ask you to try it sean did you bother yes i did i tried to <laughs> watch it let that me just the visual side of
3: it though it reminded me of those win Winamp- um, visualizations, <laughs> yes,
4: yeah. you know, or, like, <laughs> or the really bad Windows three point one screens. Yes, that's right, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah I
3: remember that. It, it does draw you in. There is something about—I don't know—it's more of an experience if you can see the visuals clearly rather than just vague blobs. That I'm watching. I'm sure there's something with that, and the the audio production on this is amazing. Right, it, it, it really drew me in. But there was one massive problem. I say I tried to watch it actually, this morning, and I couldn't. I watched it on my normal TV, and I couldn't hear a thing. Uh, You know, I don't have a surround system. It's just using the TV speakers, and I couldn't hear it, and it was really difficult to to listen to as well. I really had to concentrate, but I turned it off, and I watched it on my, well, I listened to it via my phone, the Apple TV Plus app on my phone, through some uh, headphones. Sounded amazing, really easy to hear then and it really dragged me in. So it's it's a difficult one. I mean th- is that going to be a, a put off for mainstream for sighted viewers? Well,
2: well that's know. that's a question I've got from Mark here because you know you're the one, you're the sighted guy in the room, right? And I'm intrigued as to what your thoughts are on this. I mean, if you if I hadn't asked you to watch it, do you think you would have bothered with this? Probably, yes,
4: just because of curiosity, mm. sheer curiosity. Um but but it is as as Sean says I felt as drawn into it as he did and and really the visuals I couldn't care less about the visuals on the screen it did lend some context in terms of establishing who characters are um but that could have been done with AD, no problem you yeah. know Yeah and should this was yeah, yeah well, as audio this, described This was ordered June 21st 2018 oh, so this you go, is right. not so a child-dependent. it's, it's actually it adaptation back. adaptation of a French uh show by the same name um, from France.
2: So. Yeah, they, they described, I got the name wrong, as they said Canal Plus. I believe it's Canal Plus. I did French, you know, at school. I know these things.
3: <laughs> That's really impressive, Stephen. Well done.
2: There you go. See, you ask me anything. I can tell you what the swimming pool is. Où est piscine? Okay, let's move on. No, the... Yeah. <laughs> May I go to the bathroom? Let's try that one. Um, can I go to the bathroom, please? In French. Was that it? Is that, is that good enough? No, it's not. I can't do any more. Not, no, no, I, I, I don't know the words. Où <laughs> est <laughs> Oh, no, let's not do that. I'll tell you toilet. what else is interesting. Toilet!
3: Toilet! Hello. Hello, listeners. Stay with us.
2: I'll tell <laughs> just, you what else just is Just a guy interesting. randomly shouting Toilet at you for an hour. That's, this. That's what this has become. And now another edition of the Double Tap Podcast. I'll tell you
3: what else is interesting about calls oh. is that it's really short.
4: Each episode is, what, 13 minutes? I like that. Yeah, 15, yeah. 12, 15 minutes is pretty it's good. It's really good. Like cast.
3: It's got a bit of a, yeah. Well, it's got a bit of a Twilight Zone feel to it because it's all a bit odd. I'm not sure what's going on yet. I'm assuming it's all going to tie together. I'm three episodes in. But, um, yeah, it really does hook you in. I like it. What's well, I've, interesting. Yeah,
4: What's interesting, I find, is that um, from someone who's used to watching TV and seeing the visuals, I actually found it took a lot of brain power to really concentrate on just the sound, without getting distracted by the you know, things going on around the room, and uh, so the, the the twelve minute, you know, time limit there is actually just what you need to kind of just say, okay, I need my brain to relax a bit so I can compute what just happened. Yeah, well, what if that's why they did
2: it that
3: way? We're always working hard, you see, Mark. Now, now you understand. We're always concentrating, always giving a hundred well, percent. We're adding
2: audio description. We're adding audio description to the top of that as well. But this yeah. this was actually a, a very well-produced program. The audio description was excellent. I'm assuming you did that with AD as well, Sean.
3: Yep, yep. It was good.
2: It's the same voice that's done a number of shows. I mean, Stranger Things was the first time I heard that woman's voice um, yep. and you know, Um on, on audio description. But yeah, fantastic cast. I'm not going to tell you any more about it. If you get a chance, you've got an Apple TV subscription, try it out and let us know what you think of it because... I, uh, I really liked it. There was one problem, though. I'm not impressed with this spatial audio carry-on on these AirPods. What's going on here? This is absolute nonsense. But don't you think this would have been the perfect
4: opportunity to demonstrate technology like this? Yeah. Hey, we have this new show coming out that's just audio. Let's make this in spatial audio on your AirPods. It's not even
2: compatible with it. It's no, but just... I don't, I, it's, it's not even that. It's that it's the... the... Spatial audio part to me, anyway, my understanding of it, at least my experience so far, is really just about where the phone. If it's if it's in front of you, the sound comes directly from in front of you. If you move the phone to the left, the sound will travel with it. So essentially, the sound is coming from wherever the device is. Now, if you're like me, and you t- did what I did, which was put the show on and then put the phone on the side of the the bed table or whatever or you know coffee table or wherever. It means the sound is all coming out of my left ear, essentially. Well, so the purpose of
4: this is that when you're watching a show that has some kind of surround sound, so where, you know, you'd get the effect, the left-right split, things coming from behind you, things coming from in front of you, um, those effects would also move with the position of the device in which you're watching on. Mm. So that effect should translate well if you're, you know your phone's off to the left, or if you're you're looking to the left, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. For for just straightforward shows that don't have any kind of surround sound element to it, I can understand how it would just be annoying and distracting.
2: Well, the thing for me was it was it was coming out of the left ear, and I got a bit concerned because I thought, is this the way I'm going to have to watch this or listen to this entire thing? Uh, but then I realized if I wait five seconds, and I had to wait a whole five seconds, Apple. Oh my, oh, doing my this. God! And it was absolutely ridiculous. Five seconds. Five seconds. Uh, it reset. So just come back to the center again. So oh, obviously okay. thinks, oh, he's not kidding. He's just put the phone off to the side, and I kind of like that. Then I suddenly how do they thought, know that? I don't I mean, they know. When you put it off to the side.
3: Uh, exactly. The I don't know. Accelerometer. I'm assuming you put it flat on the table. Interesting.
2: Oh, maybe. So yeah, must- yeah. But yeah, it was but no, it was a great seat. You've got to check it out. Um Spatial audio. Meh. Mm-hmm. But we'll yeah. see. Maybe, maybe Can more. I tell you <laughs> a very
4: funny story? of What I did this weekend. So my mother-in-law comes over because she's had her vaccine and she's been in our bubble kind of this entire time. So she comes over and it's been a couple weeks now that my wife has been screaming at her saying you you're going deaf. You're like you cannot hear things. She's calling the house and she's hearing the TV blasting, complaining she can't hear call waiting. We're like you need to go get go get your hearing test tested and she's like there's nothing wrong like a typical you know 75 year old woman would would uh, complain about especially my mother-in-law who does not listen to the show thankfully um <laughs> she's like what are you talking about and she get getting angry at us so so i decided here's what i'm gonna do steven and i uh tested this mimi hearing test app um on an episode of double tap tv that you're gonna actually it's on this week is it on yeah, this, this week. week yeah yeah it's this week um and um i decided that i'm going to put it on my phone and when the mother-in-law comes over, I'm going to have her sit down. And I'm going to put a pair of headphones on and I'm going to walk her through it. So the way this works, the app, is that it plays frequencies of sounds that get louder or quieter. And you hold your finger down on the screen while you can hear something. And it starts by testing one ear, then the other ear, and then when you stop hearing, you lift your finger, and that way it does some computational stuff and tells you if you could be suffering from hearing loss. So she comes over, sits down like, oh, Marion, I've got a great thing, okay, activity for you today. She's all excited. What's this activity going to be? I'm like, sit down. Here, put Have these headphones test. on. She puts these headphones on. <laughs> she's looking woman. at me like I'm nuts. I give her <laughs> my phone, and I'm like, follow the instructions on the screen. And she's like, okay, follow the instructions of the screen. And she's going through the, it's like a trial, kind of shows you how it works. And then she goes through the the first phase where it's, you know, you press and hold, and she does it, no problem. And then um, I'm waiting for her to press, and she's not. And what happens is after a while, if you don't press, it says, are you still there? Because it's playing a sound, and clearly someone's not reacting to it. Yeah. And and she's not reacting to it. And I've done this test before, and I know that there's a fairly obvious sound going on right now. So I'm like, okay, hang on. Let's try that again. Obviously, you're not hearing something properly, I think. We do it again, and the exact same thing happens. She's like, you see, it's not working. I'm like, no, no, on the contrary. <laughs> um, I would call the doctor immediately and go for a hearing test because that's not supposed to happen right then and there. No. So. It was definitely playing. Oh, it was definitely playing because I did it right after she did it, just to make sure everything was working fine. And then my kids did it with absolutely no issue whatsoever, that's and she pretty... could not hear the 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 the, the loudest scary. of loud. Yeah, it was it was.
3: So, almost as if Mark, someone's been blasting loud music at her through a smart speaker at random times. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah.
4: I don't think that could cause
2: lasting effect, guys, right? Well, you better hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you tried this as well, because we were talking about this. And, uh, Sean, you had said to me, maybe I'll have a go at this as well. You heard about Robin Christofferson from AbilityNet, who was on our yes. show this week uh, on Double Tap TV. And and we were we were together this week, virtually, obviously, if the authorities mm-hmm. are listening. Um, and, uh, yeah, we talked about this. So you tried it. How did you go on?
3: uh well the app totally accessible for one thing which is always great Uh, i was a bit worried because i wasn't sure because it is just like a standard hearing test that you would have done professionally anyway with those high tones and low tones i was thinking well surely it depends on what headphones you're going to use because some headphones won't be able maybe to reproduce some of those higher frequencies but it does say it gives you an option it asks you what headphones you're using um, and there's a few brands on there, like the Apple AirPods or AirPods or whatever, that are specifically calibrated for this app. But I used my um, my my own headphones anyway, and it was fine. Um, and I did go through. The only slight trouble I did have was actually finding that button to press. It does seem, Mark, maybe you can tell me, like it's the entire lower half of the screen.
4: It, yeah, pretty much is.
3: Acts as a button. So in the end, I, I turned off voiceover completely and was just holding the bottom half of the screen. But yeah, really good. Um, it did say I had hearing loss, but then I am an old man. So maybe, yeah, 77% in the left ear and 71 in the right. But look, it links to your health app as well, which was cool. I wasn't expecting that. So you get an audiogram in your uh, health um, app on my iPhone, which was cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually keep it on and keep checking my ears because obviously they're going
4: Maybe they'll get better.
2: Maybe. Who knows? Well, that's that's the whole point of this app, right? That it can create the audiogram, and then you could use that with your headphones. So there's lots of lots of cool stuff you could do with that. Um, look, try out the app. It is free. Mimi, M I M I. You know, I think if we're all a certain age, then perhaps it's going to have an impact. I mean, that was one thing. My my, I did check in with my doctor actually after I got the mild hearing loss uh, check as well, or, or the note that came up on the app. I did exactly that. I thought I'll just check with them, and they said, "Oh yeah, that's just normal. Don't worry about that. You're fine." Um, yeah. I think I think they just based on the fact I could hear him on the other end of the phone. At so least I, you I think, think he said that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what yeah, I you think know, you he said, that. exactly. <laughs> I don't even know if I was talking to the doctor, right? I don't know, have a clue. Uh, listen, feedback at ami.ca. Tell us your thoughts on uh, the apps and uh, indeed these shows as well we we're talking about, like uh, calls for Apple TV. Give us a call as well. Drop us a voicemail, one eight four 971 we will be right back and we'll get into the news next.
1: If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Marka Flalo every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-TV. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews accessible to all. Find out more at AMI.ca slash This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say.
2: You know, I've just spotted a news story. We didn't get in time uh, to put into the running order, but I've just put a link in there, Mark, if you want to go in. I know Sean won't bother backside with it, but I've put uh, this in for us to read. Um, the HomePods? The HomePods with screens? Uh, no, it's just, I've just put it in so hopefully it will update in the next year and a half. Um, today, well, today, the day we're recording this, is Tuesday. Um, is this Tuesday? This no, is it's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what day it is anymore, right? Let's yeah, be honest. Who yeah. cares? Let's, let's talk about that later, okay? Yeah, let's. it's definitely the day it is today. Whatever day it is, I guarantee you it is definitely that day. Um, it's the 20th anniversary of the launch of macOS 10 Mac oh, Is that why
4: my computer crashed four
2: times yesterday? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> the celebration of this uh, this, um, um, this occasion. An incredible day, yeah. Uh, apparently, this was uh, classed at the time. I don't remember this, but they said it was an act of desperation by Apple. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting article that goes into all this. Um, but yeah, I just, I just spotted the headline. I thought, that's very interesting. That happened 20 yeah. years ago, Mac OS X. There you go. It's, I, f- I feel old, is basically what I'm saying. So does the Mac you know the most exciting thing and I
4: think this is uh, exciting uh, for for Sean as well um uh, Disney announced yesterday. What did you hear this that uh, Black Widow and a bunch of other Disney movies uh, Marvel movies that were and kids movies that were, uh, <laughs> movies that were uh, slated for theatrical release are going to be released both in the theater and on Disney Plus. Um, oh,
3: amazing. Unless. It's
4: starting with Black Widow on July 9th. But are they going to
3: charge you extra for that? Extra. Th- oh, they're oh, going to yeah.
4: charge you extra. All right. They're going to charge you $30 <laughs> to watch ridiculous. it. What do you, you know what? I would absolutely pay $30 to be able to enjoy this blockbuster movie in my own home. I can have as many people as I want watching the movie. I make my own popcorn and snacks. I will a come piece, out on obviously. Top. Yeah. Of course, of <laughs> no, course. It's ridiculous. But no, it's uh, thirty No, you know what? It's not ridiculous. You know what? They have to listen. I would rather than release the movie and charge me thirty bucks, than make me wait another year to watch a movie like this and go to a theater and pay
2: probably close to a hundred and fifty dollars if I go with my kids. Wasn't it Warner though that have said they're going back to cinema first? They're they're moving away from the idea of putting it out an HBO they're, Max. They're saying that. They're saying that, but I don't know how much you know they'll actually do it. I think I think there's got to be but, some kind of deal now where it, it's going to go to both platforms first. I mean, it happens here to some degree in the UK. There are cinemas that are released at uh, cinema pictures that are released on TV. You got to pay for them um, separately, so it costs fifteen ninety nine or whatever it is or twenty dollars or twenty pounds a, a film. But you do have to pay for it. But you can watch it at home at the same time as it is released in the cinema. That was pre pandemic. Who likes
3: the cinema? Nobody. Well, I'm not the a big cinema fan of it, it, to
2: be honest terrible. Yeah, suddenly not go came outside back. To go to it. It,
3: it went exactly. It went away for the longest time, and then it came back. And oh, cinema! It's it's so expensive. It's horrible. This is the best way to do it: digital delivery.
4: Says the guy who lives inside a shed. I like both options. <laughs> Listen, I like both options. You know. Um, you know, giving people the option to watch it at home. Now that's that's definitely cool. Yeah. I mean yes. some of the
2: I think the thing but not for us thirty dollars. Well well here's the things. thing, right? Here's here's the issue for us uh little blind people when we go into these places. We get handed our headphones. But first of all, that's not gonna happen anymore. Um you used to get handed headphones uh, that's you know fifteen thousand people had worn before you. And yep. you would get via what was it, RF wireless, they would send you the audio signal of the the A D, the audio, audio description. description. And sometimes yeah, I, they, it depended on where they placed <laughs> <laughs> the RF wireless receiver he or sender. You move your head. That's right. Sometimes you'd be sitting with your head to the left, just so you, you could hear the movie, or at least hear the description. And if you turned your head back, you just got Shh. It was white terribly, noise. Utterly awful. So yeah, for that reason, I'm quite happy to sit at home and watch it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. Um, I think you're right. I think it's about choice. A lot of people do love going to the cinema, and you know, it's a day out for some people. It's a nice day out social thing. And you know, as we get back into normality more, I think these things will become popular again. You know, no doubt at all, people are going to want to get back. I mean, the problem is that in this world, we seem to have built an economy across multiple countries of, you know, basically just packing lots of people into very small spaces. And that's not really helpful when you have a pandemic. <laughs> so
3: No, but we will go back to normal. But I think the cinemas have to up their game. They've, I think they've got far too complacent.
2: The, the pricing,
3: the the state of the place. That's never going to change.
2: Well, it depends what cinema you go to. I mean, I was in a lovely cinema in Toronto when I went to see Joker when I was over there. And that was a lovely cinema. Big reclining chairs and... I, I love to we came across the world. That is ridiculous, isn't it? I, I, I would not go to a cinema in this country, but I did go to one in Toronto. Good movie, though, Joker. It was a great movie, yeah.
3: No AD, but, you know, hey, can't can Oh, can't man, forget it. Don't know what's happening. Can't forget it. I want my money back. <laughs>
2: But I'll I'll be honest, utterly grotty outside, um, outside the cinema, that is. It was. It was absolutely horrible. And and the the bit where you got the popcorn from, you you could sense probably rats lived there. Um, But the cinema... That's exactly
3: my point. It's awful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't like cinemas. Can you tell? I'm guessing. Uh, Apparently, uh, we talked last week about the HomePod being discontinued. Um, by the way, if you want to get a, a certain, I think, which one is it again? Is it iMacs now that are being discontinued as well? Not iMac Pro. Yeah, but they're gone now. Is c- certain ones, though, isn't it? Certain ones with what, 1 terabyte? Or is it the 512 gig SSD range? Uh, it's the 512, the 1 terabyte. Uh, I think there's one other configuration that's no longer available. So in other words, new iMac's coming soon. Um for sure they're going to be cutting back on the on the stocks of those clearly so they can get some new ones out which I'm quite excited about uh, well HomePods we thought the same right we thought that HomePods were dying of death but now it seems there's lots of rumours this week about HomePod models with screens and cameras Echo oh. Show equivalent competitor here we go God, you know I, I they they have oh so
4: much <laughs> so much road to make up before they should be releasing anything with a screen I don't I mean they're so uncapable,
2: these speakers. <laughs> they're just so well, that's, what's it gonna do, right? I mean it's I mean you could watch, it depends what it's like. But to me this is just especially if you're an iPhone user. An iPhone and a HomePod is is essentially all you need, and that is a smart speaker, right? I mean you can you can use one with the other and you can get the experience you want. You don't need to have both clamped together. What is it going to create? Now interestingly, I don't know if this points to anything. But HomePod software is based off tvOS. I didn't know that until recently. I didn't realise that. So that's apparently the software that runs it is tvOS. A lot of people seeing updates to tvOS, which is giving the game away here, that that's that's where we're going with this. Um, But I mean, yeah, I mean, compare that to the Amazon Echo, which is miles ahead, way more miles ahead. Even Google with the Nest Hub. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but that doesn't mean anything. It's still a a far better product than, than, than HomePod with Siri. Um, and study itself. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm not keen on this. Do you think this rumor has just come
3: up though, because people are looking for a reason why the original HomePod was discontinued? Because I I, I don't see the point of this. HomeKit is hardly. If we think that okay, that forget the HomePod side of it. This is going to be an Apple Hub. You know, a smart screen. Um. So what possible use could that be? Apple TV, maybe. But I mean, it's not like they got a ton of content on there. FaceTime audio, which uh, or video, which I think is absolutely awful. Um,
4: I, I, I
2: can't don't get what you go it. with that one.
3: I don't get that because it just doesn't work very well. If you FaceTime try and do video
4: a, doesn't work very well.
3: No, you try and do a group call. Half the time you can't invite do you people. Do group calls? In. At anybody?
2: How many people do you know?
3: Me, me,
4: <laughs> that's not the point.
3: <laughs> no walkie. When was the last time you used the walkie-talkie feature on your Apple Watch? Right Saturday. And, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it never works. It never works. You're always disconnect. It only worked
4: because I was just setting up an Apple Watch for my son, and he was right in front that's of me. That's the only reason anybody yeah, ever yeah. uses Wookiee Exactly.
2: <laughs> just Look how um, cool this is, and then they never use it again. And
4: then never use it again. I know. I, I'd be surprised if that makes it in a, in a future edition of the Apple Watch. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Sure. Can I tell you why I really really don't use it? I'll tell you cool why I feature. never used it.
2: Because of Sean Priest. Because on one occasion, yes. when I was back in my studio in the UK, <laughs> doing a live radio show, he decided to start talking to me in the middle of it, and Sean and I, you know, we have some frank conversations, and um, usually off the bat they can be concerning. So that going out live on air was utterly terrifying. Uh, that this could, this voice could just suddenly appear. So I just turned it off and thought never again.
3: It's um, training to make sure you turn it off and on. That sort. That's just true. Check yeah. in, and it's no, not easy to do that either, to- is it?
2: No, oh, it's not no. very well sound.
4: Okay, so here, so here's the thing. Uh, number one, we're getting these rumors of a of a screen enabled HomePod because people are finding references to um, various sensors and various items in the x ex- in the code mm. for the new for the new HomePod, uh, and they're seeing codes uh, all over the place. But those sensors um, are
3: for a th- uh, a thermometer and humidity sensor that's built into the. No, but they're also humidity. seeing references to a screen. Oh, okay,
4: okay. They're seeing references to a screen um so that's where the rumors kind of started with uh in terms of use case i mean i can imagine they're trying to harness this work from home generation that are doing zoom calls and stuff on various devices so maybe that could be a route um definitely definitely HomeKit, i think would be an interesting interesting one as well
2: yeah Um, potentially i mean I, i just think this is you know this goes back to the days of apple you know making their own printers and their own monitors and I just think stop this nonsense. Focus on the, the job at hand. You, you know, make phones, make computers, stay in your lane. That's what you're good at. These, the HomePods have never really taken off the way they hoped. I mean, HomePod Mini has only because of the price. I, I'd guarantee you that's the only reason yes, people are buying them. I agree. Because it's a good price. You can get one in the house, you get great sound off them. But the problem is someone says, "Oh, um, you know, let's try that cool skill that we get on the Echo." Oh, it doesn't do that. All right, okay. No. And that's no, the problem, no. right? So just buy a decent Amazon Echo. You know, the newer ones with great sound off them.
4: Well, here's the thing. We we heard about a year ago, if not even more more recently, that they are going to be some kind of smart home standard that Apple and Google and Amazon have gotten mm. together and they are going to be working together to have some kind of, you know, compatible standard. When that happens, which we don't know when that's going to happen, and we've heard things like this before. I mean, FaceTime was supposed to be open up to everybody, right? Yep. Still waiting. Um, If this actually happens, then suddenly the playing field is going to be leveled a little bit, and Apple should have access to the same tools and the same skill sets that the Echoes have and the Google Homes have. So is it too little too late? That's an interesting question, and we won't know until it happens but just putting out a piece of hardware to put out a piece of hardware because other people are
2: doing it stop reacting focus on what you do totally agree totally agree yeah. um speaking of which oneplus have debuted their first apple watch competitor um <laughs> which is rather interesting $159 pound, uh, dollar pound no that's not right $159 <laughs> price point that's what i'm trying to say um oneplus at an event this week where they brought out phones so boring um, and they brought a smartwatch, which was rather interesting. What's the, the biggest surprise of it, to be honest, the reason I bring it up? I mean, it's it's got all the usual things you would expect a new smartwatch to have. Battery life is notably the biggest deal. Uh, we've talked about this on TV, or we will be talking about it on TV, Mark, about um, Android watches having a much longer battery life than uh, Apple equivalents. I mean, that just seems to blow them away. Um, but this one does not run Google's Wear OS. And, in fact, uses its custom, what's called an RTOS build, uh, similar to what Fitbit does. Uh, So they're saying that opens the door Uh to more compatibility with iOS as well as Android. Exactly, Sean. You know where I'm going with this. That means (laughs) accessibility is, um, where did I put it? Was it in this pocket? Does it in this pocket? Oh, I think I left it at home. Um, Yeah, I don't think they're going to have any accessibility now. I hope I'm wrong. OnePlus, tell me I'm wrong. But if you don't have TalkBack on there, or an equivalent, or you haven't developed your own, which again, if you're going to do that, you may as well just use the Google stuff, Yeah. Um, then yeah, I am slightly concerned about that side of it. But, um, you know, Mark, you're probably the one who might be most interested in this. Are you excited? Not really. Okay. Um, and um, <laughs> let's talk about something else. Uh, because Google, apparently, and it's interesting we talk about um, Android and, and Wear OS and all this. Did you know that uh, Google are possibly going to be replacing, I think they are going to be replacing Android with a new operating system called Fuchsia. Um,
4: is it going to replace or is it going to just, you know, you know Android 13 is going to end up just being this? Probably
2: that, this yeah. Situation. It's probably going to move over, isn't it? Um, it's not going to be a case of you have to throw your phone out and buy a new one because now all this doesn't work. Um, it'll be a, a movement forward, but I'm not entirely sure what the benefits are going to uh, be here. Uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's is this revolution as opposed to evolution in, on Google's front? I don't know. Um, well, the benefit is for Google because this is a one operating system fits all
3: approach. It it's runs off a something they call a microkernel. It's a very small program, and they just bolt what that certain hardware needs onto it. So basically, they're, they're running a, a development environment called Flutter. So someone can write their app, hit a button, and it's a you know it's. They've got a version for whatever platform they need, Chrome OS, Android, or Amazon, or uh, whatever the latest smart devices. So it makes it incredibly easy that they've just got one code base they're working off. Now, the, the confusing thing about it is that we're saying, well, obviously, this is going to be a, a replacement for Android and Chrome OS. But Google are saying, no, it's not. And it's confusing. Really? Well, what's it going to be then? Is this going to be an alternative or... Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, to me, it seems obvious this is going to be the next step. But um, Google are are not saying anything on that.
2: That's got to be a replacement. I mean, there's no point. Why would you have two operating systems at one company? That's just ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I'm not entirely. sure. I
2: mean, as in two yeah. separate, entirely separate ecosystems. I mean, I know we can we run off different OSs already, don't we? We I mean, know on the watches, it's Wear OS on the phone, it's Android, as it yeah, is with yeah, Apple but and, all and running other off devices. the
3: same same core, really. I mean, I mean yeah.
2: this makes sense, right, Mark? I mean, you know, developers don't want to keep. You know, if we want these smartwatch devices, for example, to thrive, then developers need to be able to get their apps on there, and they don't probably want to create a different app every single time, and, and think about updating as well. If you have to update one app, that means do you have to put your efforts into just the phone? No,
4: on the, on the contrary. They want to be able to do it in one place and know yeah. that it's going to get everywhere. So this is, um, it's an interesting angle. I think it's probably just an excuse for them at Google to be able to kind of redesign Android and rethink it from the ground up and allow it to live side by side with what's out there on the market. And then when yeah. they're ready, they can flip a switch. But I think it's probably that big of a design leap in terms of infrastructure and the way that it's built from the, from the ground up, that it doesn't make sense to
2: necessarily call it Android just yet. And there's no expected release date on this yet. And, and there's no um, there's no way to, you can get it just now. Um, Have we seen
4: images or anything of it? I think we've seen a little bit, right?
2: I think there's a couple of, of things going around. But I don't think there's a, even a way you can get it at the moment. It says not for non-developers. So I imagine you need to be a developer to, to get hold of it. But then are you able to get the whole thing? Is it that far along? We've been talking about this for a while, Google Fuchsia. I remember the story coming up a couple of years ago, actually. So it's been around yeah. for a while. But um, it's just moved out. They, now, if you go to the, the Fuchsia website, the
3: development website, it says it's it's no longer classed as experimental. okay. So um, they, they're expecting that a developer preview release will be uh, released pretty soon, so… Yeah, it looks like they're taking it more seriously. That they've fleshed it out enough, so it
2: could be interesting. Yeah, a
4: lot, a lot of uh, Google experimental projects don't even make the light of day. Well, that's alone, the other problem. You know? Yeah.
2: So it's like, oh, I've had a great idea. bet it. Um, <laughs> okay, so what about this? I know you're excited about this one, Sean. I'm sure we won't see the back of this anytime soon. Google bringing live captioning to Chrome.
3: Yeah, I'm. I think this is really cool. And Stephen, you've been saying, oh, just,
4: no, don't no. So any I... video playing in Chrome is that how it's going to work?
3: Yeah,
2: exactly
4: right. Okay.
3: Now, I just tried it before, actually, before we started recording. Um, open up your Chrome browser. Make sure you've got the latest version. Go to Settings. And you can either just type in Caption, and there's an option there. Turn on Live Captioning. And you get um, subtitles for any video that's playing. So I went to YouTube and watched a, a non-burnt-in you know, burnt-in captioned video. And Chrome told me live captions are uh, available press F6 to jump to it. Now, it wouldn't read it out using the screen reader, but I was able to move the captioning box around. You can change the font. You can change the size of it. You can change the colors of it. I think this is really cool. I think Google's live transcribe feature, which I first saw, I think on the Pixel phones in a version of Android, it blows me away how well it works. And for you know, for people that are hard of hearing or whatever, I think this is a massive deal.
2: Yeah, but I think one thing I would say here is it's it's not to poo poo I think it's a great idea. Of course, it is. I mean, more accessibility is better than less, right? That's the key. But the point yes. is that you know a, a lot of deaf people will tell you it's the quality of the captioning that can be the biggest yes. issue. that's the biggest yeah. problem. Sometimes it's just an absolute garbled mess. And just to <laughs> just to put you know it's, oh we've got captioning now as if well that's take that box. Um, that's not ideal that would be like trying to get ai to describe a film as it goes along with audio description it would be like you know just get the robot to do it and it's just saying things like chair uh cup man uh, tree. <laughs> And to
3: be fair i couldn't see what it was saying so i don't know how accurate it was at yeah. all but it, i i have just having it as an option i think it's a great step i mean you know to
2: have things that aren't better already As long as yes. people get in touch and, and feedback on I think it's going to be key If you uh, can get Apparently it's on Windows, Mac and Linux People still using that um, It'll be available for <laughs> Chromebooks <laughs> with Chrome OS soon um, And to toggle it on You go to Chrome Settings Click Advanced and then click Accessibility And you'll find the setting in there Which is nice I like it that it's built into the browser And not uh, some kind of extension that you've got to add on I like that That shows yeah. commitment too cool. Which is good um, okay, look, stick around. We've got lots more to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about a rather interesting subject next um, repairable laptops, repairable phones. Um, often, when you think about that, you think lots of money. Well, there's one company out there, in fact, a couple of companies out there that are doing this, and uh, they are um, creating modular Repairable laptops and phones That you can fix yourself Even with no knowledge at all Like Sean Stick around We'll give you all the details Feedback at ami.ca To keep in touch 1-844-971-1999 Is the number to leave a voicemail on We'll be back in a moment
1: This is Double Tap Canada We'll be back in a moment This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1 844 971 1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now back to the show.
2: A jaunty little tune for you there. Uh,
1: right, let's get
2: <laughs> Who picks this stuff? Um, right, let's get to uh, Sean because I want to ask you about um, something you bought. You... Now, hang <gasps> on, can we, just, can we stop this music, Mark? This stop is very the music. important okay so we better yeah okay. yeah stop the music this is really important I need to say this Sean spent money hurrah I bought something
3: I bought something tech that was more than two dollars did he use the gift card we sent him probably
2: no, no, yes I did
3: uh, but, but it was it,
2: stop it it was on deal uh, of course it was what did you buy what I did you buy? bought
3: uh, the Amazon Echo Buds I've been interested oh, in a long time A I waste know, of money, late, absolute nonsense Late to the game, what was it, two years when they were released Something like that, 18 months <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, look, I saw these on deal It was 50% off um, They were uh, I think it was £120 over here In the UK, uh, full price So it was 50% off So I jumped on these And do you know what Stephen? Mm-hmm. They were amazing I love them yeah, but didn't you, that app
2: tell you that your hearing's not great?
3: Yes, yes, it did. But with these, it doesn't matter because, okay, the features... Because <laughs> it
2: does it sounds <laughs> so No, terrible, no, no. It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't matter how good your okay, hearing is. Okay,
3: let me say this. <laughs> when I received them, I thought, you know what, I'm glad I waited until they were on deal because I don't feel they were probably worth the full asking price, you know, the build quality. The actual buds themselves that you put in your ear are absolutely fine. The case was okay, but... Hey, whatever. The features that really interested me and why I wanted to try these out were they do have the pass-through or the transparency or whatever you want to call it, where you can hear what's going on around you because these do go in your ear, so they block out the sound naturally, but if you turn on pass-through mode, you can hear everything that's going on around you, which means I can wear them when I'm walking about without you know fear of being hit by a bus, hopefully. So that's really cool.
2: They also that would have be a no- real shame for that bus.
3: Thank you. The noise reduction. <laughs> they also have noise reduction, which obviously is meant to drown out any external noise. To be honest, I don't really notice much of a difference with that. In the reviews I read, they said, oh, it's fantastic. But for me, it doesn't make much of a difference. But I don't care about that. But the main one, of course, is having Lady A. She who shall not be named, actually built in. So I can just say the wake word and I can say whatever, drop in on whoever or run a routine. She always hears me 100% of the time, better than any of the smart speakers do. And I can do it when I'm outside walking the dog. It is amazing. And as for how they sound, they sound fine. That's about it.
4: But yeah, (laughs) I love them. So what do you, love about, do you love? Do you love the fact that they sound just fine or um, the fact that you have a lady at your disposal wherever you go?
3: I, I love having Lady A just around with me. You know that film, what was it called, Her or She, where it's set in the future and everyone's wearing just an earbud with their computer voice assistant built in. It, it does feel like that. I was at the shop today. Someone asked me, hey, what's this song playing? I just said, Lady A, what's this song? You know, blah, blah, blah. Got the answer. It's great. It's so useful. The sound quality, when I say it's fine, okay, I'm not going to say, because I'm not an audiophile, as Stephen will tell you, but Mm. actually I think it does sound really balanced. There's good bass, there's good highs and whatever. I listened to calls on it and it sounded great. So it it sounds for, I think it sounds the price you're paying for it. I I
2: bought a pair of these when I was actually in Toronto. That's when I got them. Mm. And um, I remember thinking at the time... um, these, I just don't like these ones that go in your ear. I can never seem to get them to fit. I think one ear is bigger than the other. I think that's yes. the problem here. Um, so I can never get them to fit properly. The only ones I've ever got to work that go in your ear are the Apple AirPods Pro. So all the ones that seem to fit my ears, and I actually get that. Because you know sometimes you get it, and you Band think, boy. oh, that's it, it's perfect. And then you mo- and you just let go of it for a second, and it just feels like it's just popped out of place. Yeah. And then all that yep. bass disappears and everything else. Uh, so yeah, that's the only reason I wasn't keen on them. But when I could get them working all right they were actually yeah I, the sound was good i just couldn't really be comfortable with them in my in my head um but well, that's, there is you know they, that's just me they also have a
3: ear tip test you know where it plays a sound and listens back to itself but i could well, never good. get that. didn't have that when i did it I, yeah well it's all been updated since you know did, look they're cool i think they are if you can get them on deal then definitely take a look as for the full price and if they're worth it i wouldn't pay that for any headphones for but i, I i'm not a headphone guy but
2: I really did like these. You tried these, Mark?
4: Uh, you know, I have not tried them. I have so many sets of headphones <laughs> that these are ones that I have not tried. I do have a pair of Jabra's that have um, built-in A-Lady, and I do mm-hmm. like that feature being available there. Also, that's kind of what I liked about the, the Echo frames, even though I'm not wearing glasses anymore. But yeah. uh, um, it's it's definitely nice to have that around. It does make you feel
2: very Iron Man-y. It does. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I do. I love <laughs> That's my favourite thing about them. Having and I I think can you do that without them? I mean, if I've got my AirPods, can you put A Lady?
4: Well I mean there? you can have her on your on your phone, right? You can yeah. you can have that kind of there all the time, but you you need to have the app open and, right, and, and some limitations kind of on there as well. Do you find it did you find it sucked out battery life? Like how was the battery on it?
3: Um, no, it seemed fine. It seems fine. The, the the state of battery life is five hours for the buds and twenty hours in the case. Um, I haven't had them long enough to, to really notice, but, yeah, they seem fine.
2: Okay. right.
3: Well, I'm not convinced, um, uh, any of you, have I? You're n- none of you are going to rush out and try them then. Well, I've got them. So, um, I know, but they're in a drawer. You're not going to yeah, dig them might... out again?
4: No. I'll, I'll, I'll order them on your gift card. I mean, I'll <laughs> order them and pick them out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a
1: I've great find, gift. I,
2: Thank you. As we were talking, I just found an Currently unavailable. What, what's going on? I just found an Amazon gift card. How cool is that? Um, <gasps>
1: it's I'm going to
2: get that. It's not yours. It's mine. I dropped it. Um, OK, how about this? Before we run out of time, I want to mention this, because I think this is pretty cool. Um, I have a feeling you guys are just going to not like this. But I have Where are they? St- Never mind that just now. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a startup building a modular, repairable laptop, mm. according to the headline, that actually looks good. You can replace mm. every single bit of it. Uh with no hassle. So this has obviously been built out of the, you know, throwaway culture that we have. Oh, three years old laptop, chuck it in the bin, and then it all ends up in landfill. Or yes. bits of it do. Um, which is not exactly ideal. If you wanted to repair, say, the screen or the keyboard or something inside on a regular laptop, that's almost impossible. And if you buy a Mac, forget it. Um But this is called Framework, and it's the first laptop well, this first owned product that they've created as a laptop that lets users replace or upgrade every component on their own, from the screen to the keyboard to the mainboard inside. So that means you don't have to pay a premium for repairs. You can just do it yourself. Thoughts on this idea? I hope it
3: appears. This has been tried before and never come through. I thought this was a terrible idea. I thought it was, again, yeah, we're never going to see light of day on this. But when you see who's behind it, an engineer that used to work for Oculus and Apple, then you think, well, actually, maybe maybe you know something we don't it does sound like a cool um project though
4: yeah i'd love the ability to just you know fix things myself and, and upgrade myself on demand and not have to worry about soldering and breaking warranties yep. and
2: that's right yeah i mean it, it, and also exactly that point right upgrading you know how hard is it to upgrade a laptop and if you think <laughs> oh, quite fancy a new graphics card in there or do you know what i actually do want a screen now i've decided i would quite like that then you have the choice now. You can just you can just change it out, which is kind of pro- cool. The,
3: the problem is, though, you, all these upgrades have got to be provided by Framework. It's not like you can buy anything off the shelf and just put any laptop screen in there. So it's that ecosystem. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's that ecosystem. You're getting emotional about setup. that, are
2: you? I, I mean, am. You can't get off the shelf I want parts. it to
3: work so badly, but I just, I'm not convinced.
1: Okay.
2: There's another company to mention called Fairphone, Which have created what they call the world's most sustainable smartphones. They run Android 10. So, on, you know, what first thing I was questioning was right, okay, this sounds all great. I like this. A lot of people I know would like to, you know, buy more sustainable products. But if you're blind, can you use it? Well, it does run Android, runs Android 10 at the moment. Not sure if that'll be able to be upgraded to 11. We'll see. Um but you get them they are about uh four hundred pounds. What's that? A million dollars in Canadian, I think yes, that sounds about right. Yeah, a million, yeah. A million, a million. A million one, a million yeah. one. Um so yeah. Android uh, ten, it's got uh, recycled film at uh, materials used to build it. It's modular, so anything you, that gets broken and I mean look, think about kids, right? How many times do kids break phone screens? No. Uh how many trips to the Apple store does that involve or the
4: Oh yeah, you know you would know. But I have no idea because <laughs> I don't have
2: kids. It's great. Um, My kids have actually never broken really? the screen, believe it or yeah. not. Yeah. Must be the only children on Earth not to have done that. He doesn't get, get them phones. My wife, on the other yeah. hand,
3: throwing it at you.
4: Okay, well she has a, a
2: a life lifetime membership to Apple Ah, uh, well, yeah, there you go. But this is you simply replace the the screen by itself. It's um comes in all kinds of different um, you know options you can get. I think it's I think it's a good idea, I like this idea, yes, if it goes anywhere, it's great, <laughs> yeah, there we go um <laughs> i i love I love the um the enthusiasm I love the enthusiasm towards a sustainable planet, um yeah, we're also excited about it but I am i'm i'm trying I'm trying to save the planet here while you no, guys laugh.
3: The idea is fantastic, but people have tried this before many many times, and it's never caught on. I don't know why it just hasn't
2: so we'll just let the planet die
3: well, nothing's forever, is it?
2: What are we end the show, eh? Um, oh dear. Well, look. Um, just a quick mention. Have we have we run out of time to mention down uh, down double tap town hall? That was not easy for me to say. You've got about a minute and a half, so you can mention the double tap town hall registration oh, ongoing
4: easy. at uh, ami.ca slash dt dash or hyphen town hall. Register now. Yeah,
2: go do it. Come be part of a live
4: it's gonna show. It's going to be fun. It's going to be live so much show. fun. Live taping. We're going to have a lot of fun, special guests, and giveaways. We've got some... I've got the prizes right here, Stephen. <gasps> some really cool stuff from Belkin, Benji
2: Lock. That's all I'm telling you. I'm just so glad we got that Amazon gift card for Sean, and we were able to use that to get all those prizes. This is brilliant. It was ingenious when I think <laughs> about it. I know. It's just...
3: I've got my echo buds so I'm happy and you
2: can you can now get the echo in care. red by the way he's so simple isn't he oh, yeah exactly but you can get the echo in red yeah. now the echo medium I'm so excited oh nice yeah I know I was like oh in red I love it I think a double tap echo is coming soon I'll just paint some circles on it yeah we'll just get two two echo mediums
4: you get the logo there and just get yeah we can do this yeah it's gonna be this. great fun side project
2: yeah Uh, Look, that's it for us. We'll be back again next week if they let us. Feedback at ami.ca is the email address you're never sure no, we're no. never sure we can't we take hope. anything we for can, granted you know, we never, ne- exactly. we're never too sure what the, <laughs> what the guys up upstairs are going to think at one 971 is our number uh, do get in touch with us leave us a voicemail on that number and yes feedback at ami.ca is our email address don't forget Andy does a great job with social media so do, go check out that and uh, follow us and like us and subscribe us and love us uh, on Twitter at Double Tap Canada waste your life and have some fun at the same time. Um, we'll be back next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time.